Fight for. All right, here we go. Hour number two of the drive underway. It's Fan Run Radio. Time for your top four at four. Brought to you this afternoon by Knoxville Smiles. Tucker Harlan, what do you got? Try that again. Tucker Harlan, what do you got? Uh, turn that mic up. You want to turn turn your mic up, buddy? Had to make the switch here. Thank you, Russell. At number one, number five, Tennessee begins SEC play tomorrow as it hosts number 22, Ole Miss. Thompson Bowling Arena at Food City Center. Tip-off is at 6 p.m. John Triffin and VFL Dane Bradshaw have the call. Uh, betting line is yet to be released. Tennessee and Ole Miss, the Rebels, Chris Beard versus Rick Barnes, a couple of former Texas coaches going at it tomorrow. I love Dane on the broadcast. You never know. He's – it's kind of like our. What's the best Dane moment? Would he, he's, Dane he's, has crabs. He's got, yeah, he's got a Bill Walton kind of kind of thing he does. He gets off the rails every now and then. Well, looking forward to it. Uh, again, we talked about this earlier. Ole Miss, despite their thirteen and zero record, number eighty two on the KenPom dot com rankings, one thirty eight. In, uh, or I'm sorry, 121 in defense. So this is a team Tennessee should beat. Kind of a paper tiger situation. They do shoot the three incredibly well. Well, they need to they need to walk out of here taking the L tomorrow. At number two, Perfect Game has released its top 25 right, for college baseball. Here we go. Uh, Vols are ranked 11th in this. Oh. Poll. Arkansas, LSU, and Florida are 2, 3, and 4. Vanderbilt is 6. South Carolina is 13. Auburn is 15. Wake Forest checking in at number 1. How, are we talking about the sport of American college baseball right now? Yes. Yeah, you got a problem with that? They have us in, in pardon me? Yeah, 11th. How, how good are we that we're ranked 11th and we're pissed about it? Name me a more consistent team than Tennessee the past three years in college baseball. Well, here's what I, I'll say. I, I'm pissed about it. I feel like we're underrated here. But Damn there's also part of me that loves it for the exact same reason that we were talking about that Bleacher Report college football top 25 that didn't include Tennessee but did include Iowa and several other teams. I love it from the you know Vitello. is He's going to have a chip on both shoulders now. Oh, for sure. How uncomfortable was he from the get-go being at the top of the flagpole at the beginning? Like, you could tell he just – he didn't feel – he is much more comfortable in the hunter position than than being hunted, and I think this plays right into his hands. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I I think that's good. coaching style. Yeah, and I I think it's good for our football team, too, to not be reading their own headlines and thinking it's going to be handed to them and have to go take it from somebody. That's – if you see, but see when I see something like that with that top twenty-five, man, I, it, I just don't take it seriously. You can't have Iowa. I mean, everybody saw that. I that is one of the worst, yeah, uh, major college offenses I've ever seen in my life for a team that won ten football games. So Wake, number one, and this perfect game, like this is a well-respected baseball publication. Oh yeah. Wake, number one. Arkansas, number two, another rival. LSU, number three, another rival. Florida, number four, another Like, four of our most hated opponents. Guess who's at six? Vanderbilt, right? Say it, Russell. Vandy boys! <sighs> you guys ever, right. you ever been down there? Like, I, I, I had to go down to Nashville for one of my, you know, 
Yeah, I mean, it's right next to the to Dudley. I went and met the Lenore City Bulldog and my brother for supper after I got done with my stuff. And it was in, it was actually a really good pizza place. Dude, it was just Vandy, Vandy Boy stuff all over the walls. Mm. It was very uncomfortable. 40 days till first pitch. At number three, some Tennessee football recruiting information. <laughs> the Vols have landed 2024 three-star DB Colin Brazell out of Midland, Texas. In case you're wondering, that is the younger brother of wide receiver transfer Chris Brazell. Is this a scholarship or is this a preferred walk-on type thing? I've not checked the latest on that. Check and see. I don't like. He is I'm a three-star. Yeah. But his brother was a three-star as well, and, and from what I from what I'm understand is a what they would, I guess for lack of a better term, a late bloomer. Well, uh, I mean, the recruiting sites don't have like significant coverage of this. It makes me think that it's kind of a throw-in walk-on package type deal. Deal, yeah. I'd be interested to see what class he played in in Midland, or maybe maybe this maybe. The receiver is just so good that, yeah, we'll go ahead and give your brother a scholarship, too. I mean, he's a, what, athlete slash corner? Yeah, that's what it says on all the recruiting sites. I hope the kid's like, you know, I hope he's like his brother and, like I said, just a late bloomer. <laughs> and finally, at number four, Ohio State has found its quarterback for next season. Kansas State transfer Will Howard committed to the Buckeyes last night. Howard threw for 2,643 yards, 24 touchdowns, and 10 picks while running for 351 yards and nine scores for the Wildcats in 2023. And you were saying this this is interesting because of the timing. So, and uh, our buddy coming up may be able to – something Bob would know. Um, I think the portal closed today, or it's getting ready to. But they, they purposefully waited to announce this guy joining until the last day so that the quarterbacks already on the roster couldn't go in the portal. Yeah, just to screw over their young quarterbacks is what it sounds like. <laughs> that's awesome. I, I think that's what, I mean, that was what I saw. On, I mean, I'll, I'll be up front. I saw it on social media, but it was, you know, it was a tweet. It was somebody that it's in our orbit. Mm, interesting. All right, thank you, Tucker. That is the top four at four. It's brought to you by Knoxville Smiles, is where I go for all my dental work. Never had a cavity. I, I, you know, maybe genetics somewhat to thank for that. The rest of the credit goes to Knoxville Smiles. Best in the business, ladies and gentlemen. Online at KnoxvilleSmiles.com. Make your appointment today. Tell them Fan Run Radio sent you Knoxville Smiles. Pleased to welcome a special guest in studio with us this afternoon he is new co-host of the fan run morning show alongside john reed our friend bob baskerville the hound of baskerville back with us in the white claw hard seltzer studios what's up bob uh not a lot it's good seeing y'all good to see you happy new year man are you excited uh, yes. A yeah. Little nervous, maybe a little bit. Uh, oh, you know, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. I'm I'm excited about it. The new morning show debuts Monday morning, seven a.m., seven to ten, right here on Fan Run. You and John Reed have been practicing. I've I've heard some of the tapes, heard some of the footage, the the demos, if you will, and uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's going to be fun. Yeah, we haven't had a fight yet. 
So that's a good start. I give that about 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, you guys line <laughs> up like rock band cream. <laughs> now the Oasis brothers, right? There, there you go. Yes. The Gallagher boys. Yes. Well, no, man, that's uh, – can you tell me anything about plans for the show next week? Yeah, we're – yeah, again, we're excited to uh, get back to it, honestly. Uh, we've heard from a lot of people they're missing an option in the morning, and so we're – thrilled to be able to bring that to the table we're look the the show three and out laid a really great foundation sure that uh, we're going to build on we're we're honored to get that opportunity and um we're going to do a little bit different but uh but we think it's going to be a fun show we'll inform we'll entertain we'll do all of that we're going to have guests um we will take calls i know that's been a question on um on x um is are we going to take callers i would say uh yes uh maybe not so much in the first hour but definitely in the second and third we'll uh we'll want to hear from people that's that's definitely going to be the case and uh i i think it's just uh, we're just going to try to put our own twist on this type of show john's obviously a talented guy a lot of fun um He's got a few opinions about some things, mm -hmm. so that's good. Um, and and so uh, that no, I think it's I, we're we're very excited. Like you said, Russell, we've been doing some run-throughs. Uh, I would just tell everybody we can't wait. Be patient. Got to get into a little bit of rhythm. This is what happens with new shows. We all we all know that. Absolutely, people. Our, our audience knows John as being our lead-in for years and work he's, he's done with boy. us. And, Voluntary reaction is Twitter persona, all, all that good stuff. Um, you're kind of the the new guy here at Fan Run. We've known you for a long time uh, with your work at RTI and all the other things you've done in the broadcasting game. But again, for people who who, who don't know, give, give me the Bob Baskerville elevator pitch. Who are you? What are we gonna give me a little bit of background about Bob Baskerville for folks tuning in for the first time Monday morning? Well, I've been really fortunate to be able to do what I love to do for most all of my career. Um, I've been in the media business, feels like all my life, um, started, you know, from the ground up like so many people have and kept working and getting great opportunities. Um, I'm from the Midwest originally, from Indianapolis, uh, worked at a small TV station while I was in college, then moved into TV news for a while up in Indianapolis. Um, got a little restless, moved on to L.A., worked with uh, E! Entertainment Television, and that's where I came across. That's really where my love for radio started mm -hmm. because I worked side-by-side uh, -side with Howard Stern when they were transitioning that radio show into a TV product. Did, did you not oh, know oh, that, Tucker? Hold on. Tucker's eyes just that. You did. <laughs> hold on. Yeah. Howard Stern? Yes. Yeah, you might have heard of him. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. No, a thing or two about him. Um, I've, I've, I've got to ask you that the once you were on the early, like it was – would have been in the 90s, right? Yeah. When it, when it was on ETV, like, at night. Yeah. yeah, there was the... Did you ever meet that crazy lady who would always say you're welcome instead of thank you? <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? I do, but I no, I didn't meet her. Um, so there were two shows with Howard. There was one that was... Uh, the first show we did, and I directed that, was a studio-based one-on-one interview show, okay? Like in a set environment, not on radio, um, and we'd shoot them in L.A. and New York, so I'd be going coast to coast on those. And they were it was a good show. It was an Emmy-nominated, really solid show. Howard wasn't comfortable with it. He wanted to be in his environment with his people. 
Um, he did a great job. He's a great interviewer, but he still just wasn't comfortable. So he came back saying, if I'm going to keep doing a show, I want to try to figure out a way to do my show for radio on television. And so that was my next task was to kind of architect what that was going to be. And we, I say it with some pride, uh, looking back, it's kind of hard to believe we were the first, we were the first to ever do a, a radio simulcast for television. You see it all the time now on other networks, a lot of sports networks, actually. But that's where my love for radio really got involved, was by working with that crew. Um, didn't see as much nudity as I thought, you you know, as you would expect. As you had hoped for? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, that whole, <laughs> we're all, we're all friends here. That whole theater of the mind thing that would happen <laughs> with radio, um, it, you know, there was some of that stuff going on, but not There's quite some as absolutely hysterical stuff, and it was so cool to get to see it. It's funny as it is because I was always a big radio person. I used to watch right. that show all the time. Oh God! But this, I, I was a teenage boy too, that, so like it was. I could never figure out if it was if it was straight. That's how this woman was, but it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was just so simple. <laughs> yeah, no, you're I'm, welcome. I'm, she was yeah. just a daffy daff. I don't know. I'm familiar with all too many of those. You know the the regular cast, the Whack Pack crew, all those people. It was uh, it was an interesting time. But I also knew I didn't want to keep doing the coast-to-coast thing. And um, uh, this How did you end up in Knoxville? Well, funny you ask. <laughs> I, uh, I was actually looking to get back to my neck of the woods where I grew up in, in, in the Midwest. But um, I got recruited to help start this network about homes and gardens called HGTV. And I, I have to say, I looked at it and I was kind of like, oh, God, this will not make it. But it'll get me out of L.A. It's my get-out-of-L.A. ticket. I'll get back home, closer to home. I'll figure out the next steps from there. Well, <laughs> fast forward to today, you know, 25-plus years later, I stayed with that company for a long time. HGTV, obviously, an iconic, mo- one of the most watched TV networks that's out there. Um, everything, it just shows sometimes what – it's about luck. It definitely shows what I knew. I was young and dumb at that point, apparently, but lucky. So I got a chance to do a lot of great jobs with uh, Scripps, which was the parent company of HGTV. Then it became uh, Discovery. Um, But I always loved sports. That was what was most important to me. And I knew I wanted to get involved with that. That's why we started uh, Rocky Top Insider. I crossed paths, had the good fortune to cross paths with John Osborne, who many of you know here in town. Great guy, smart, smart guy, big brain. Um, we both were kind of thinking the same thing, that there was the opportunity to create a digital service that uh, wasn't behind a paywall that could cover the UT Vols and do it in a way that's um, more, uh, what's the word these days with political TV and everything, centrist. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we really wanted to do that, and we've done it. We're in our 10th year, stronger than ever. We have a seat at the table when it comes to UT sports coverage. And... Um, you know, just very, very excited in that regard. So th- th- what it told me, though, when all that was happening um, was I still had a itch to scratch creatively. And um, I started communicating with uh, Ryan Brown, a.k.a. New Management, as you, <laughs> you guys call him. Yes. And, um, I call him upper, yeah. upper management. And this, uh, this opportunity presented itself, and um, I, I just felt there it's – it's an amazing opportunity. I think there's a really good chance. You guys have really done some amazing stuff in the early years and now more recently. And there's growth. There's a loyal following. You found your niche. We just want to build on that. John and I do. So um, I'm excited about that. But uh, 
So that's been the road. It's been kind of sometimes when I tell people about it, they think I'm lying. You know, it's because there's a lot of twists and turns. But I've been again very blessed. A lot of great opportunities, and uh, I look back and now I think this could be one of the funnest ones of all of them. Well, we're looking forward to it. It's the Fan Run Morning Show. John Reed, Bob Baskerville debuts Monday morning, seven a.m. right here on Fan Run. Bob's going to hang out. We're going to yeah. take some phone calls here. We're going to play a little jam or not a jam. You got it. Yeah, we're going to have some fun this hour. Yeah. Stay with us. You want to jump in, 865-546-8200. Your number to get on board, 546-8200. The Drive continues. Stay with us. The Drive. White Claws. Back here on The Drive, it's Fan Run Radio. Russell Bear Tucker back with you this afternoon. Special in-studio guest is Bob Baskerville, the new co-host of the Fan Run Morning Show, which debuts Monday right here on Fan Run, 7 to 10 a.m. And, Bob, before we get to some phone calls here, we're going to talk to Trey. Major announcement, first big guest of the Fan Run Morning Show. You guys are coming out swinging with a bang Monday morning. Who you got? Yeah, our goal, I talked about this a little bit earlier, that we want to um, kind of up our game, if you will, in the mornings and, um, you know, get some really good guests. And some will be big names, some won't be so big, but they'll be important and ones that you want to hear from. But we do have a big one coming on uh, Monday. Um, We are going to be slated to have uh, Coach Rick Barnes on the show. Um, Oh, stop the presses. Richard nice. Dale Barnes on the program. The Deacon. Looking forward to that, man. All right. So Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, yeah, and so uh, for those First who, question, when are you going to get to a Final Four, Coach? Yeah, we'll start there. Uh, <laughs> we, we have a question, Coach, from a listener, Polish Joe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There will be no calls during that interview. Dear <laughs> um, Rick Bruins. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, so uh, Rick's been kind enough to uh, – when we were talking, he said, yeah, I'd love to help get you guys started, and that's what we're going to do on day one. Really great guest. We appreciate that. Now, do we have a time for that? It'll be in the last hour. Okay, so um, 9 o'clock hour. 9 o'clock hour. That's when we'll probably get a lot of our guests because some of these folks you know, may <laughs> hey, not want to get Hey, you want to join us at 7.30 in yeah, the morning? Yeah. No. Um, but we've got a couple others on tap. I don't want to, you know, I want to also manage expectations. It's not like every single day we'll have kind of guests of that ilk coming in, but we've got, you know, a couple on the line, professional athletes and other stuff. I mean, we've, we're very, uh, we're very committed and serious to delivering a great show, uh, to the, to the listeners. This, uh, this fan run audience is very loyal, been very supportive and we want to, we want to just keep giving them great content and we're going to be doing it so right. you guys are going to make us look really bad aren't you <laughs> gotta do it bob no we're, it's we're all right no, it's good, you man. guys you guys do great i mean the uh, sh- rick butler shumpert i mean we are scr- scratching the bottom f- of the barrel there i forgot to yeah no she, i think shumpert's going to be on day one too with us so uh shump is yeah yeah you know just for a little while rick and ryan I like it. Okay, I, man. But, Butler, Butler's got to do some work before he gets on our show. I was talking about Rick Barnes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you, they, you could have Rick Butler, Rick Barnes together. Oh, 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 Butler needs to do some work before he's ready to, the Rick. to earn a shot at that's your That's what I was saying. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't. I hope I didn't say that. Uh, Rick's <laughs> picking up the damn string. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go to the phones. Trey is up next on The Drive. Good afternoon, Trey. 
Hey, good afternoon, guys. So we're going from, uh, you know, shocking each other's testicles in the morning to interviewing Rick Barnes. That is that is quite the upgrade. Yeah, I hope we got rid not. of the shock collar. The, yeah, no, the I mean, and, and shock and collar. A, a couple of people asked us on uh, a, on Twitter, Trey, if, if it, hell, it may have been you, uh, whether or not we we're no. We've gotten rid of the torture rack. Tell them what the deal is, Russ. The chains Russ are says gone. That we are grown-ups. We do not attach devices to our necks or <laughs> nether regions and play shot collar trivia. You, you, I mean, if you run a decent show, I don't think you have to do that. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I would also love, you know, if, if you got one of the Barnes bashers, you know, Jamie on there with Rick and just let him go back and forth and we could all just witness a public execution. I mean, I would love to hear I would, Barnes just implode on one of those people. That's, he, that would be great radio. No, that would be. I it is funny work. whenever I hear people criticizing Barnes about like basketball stuff, because I've uh, I remember when Barnes first got here, he invited the media over and and did like a film session with us. It was really cool. I got to go watch him and you know just for like half an hour, and he's just spinning breaking down like how they coach fast break their fast break drills and like the granular level of detail that this guy of basketball that this guy has in his left pinky finger like like nobody who's listening to the show right now would would ever believe it i was like yeah we should probably tell him more our thoughts on you know how to attack a two three zone <laughs> yeah that's, yeah that's kind of my thoughts too so so no yeah. Cro- not taking calls from chronos with Rick Barnes. No, okay. no, I'd, I'd like to maybe have him back on the show at some point. <laughs> That's so, a good, uh, yeah. Don't want to burn that bridge right off the yeah, bat. Yeah, day one would not be great. But uh, uh, anyway, guys, speaking of corn fart, um, as he called in and accepted uh, the betters, he, you know, Trey, proven to be the biggest listen, sheep of them all. Listen, man, after your call yesterday, I can't believe I'm doing this. I know this is kind of pathetic. Pathetic. But. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to step in front. Uh, Jamie's on. He's in the uh, corner. He's on the canvas. Hey, Richard Mills. No moss. No, don't do it again. Don't. I should have stepped in yesterday. I can't allow this. Did you just the, call him corn fart, Tucker? Why did yeah. you bring Please. that back out? He doesn't need a victory Please. lap on it. It was moronic. It was a little immature. No, he has not called in. We're giving him this time. I'm sure he'll call in eventually. You're but, a little out of line. Please, I mean, you're you're not even hanging on the rim at this point. You're standing on his no, face. I, you got to stop. The, the, you guys had just told me that today was the last day for the bet, and I was just calling to see if uh, the terms have been accepted. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, no. yeah, that's. Well, we got an hour and a half here, so we'll we'll see if we hear from him. All right, uh, on the way uh, on the way out, I uh, listened to the podcast, and you know, Bear's taking a lot of shots at me this week for for. Simping for Nico, man. You know what's even weirder and cringier? Simping for Joe Milton, a flat-out bad quarterback. So that's that's just kind of sad, Bear. Hmm? Love you guys. Thank you. I mean, he just pivots and starts taking cheap shots at me. That's not how I've said it. I gotta, I gotta really dial in on some of this stuff. I couldn't keep up there. Well, yeah, there's a lot of inside conversation color I guess. on color yeah. violence going on here it was involving a tattoo bet Ma- major um, feud going on right now between trey and jamie and it, it's it there's many like other players that are on the you know the uh, fringes tr- tr- J- jamie has had a a, a tough there's a lot of cheap shots weeks. He's, he's, 
he's struggling right now, so we we won't go into it too much. But anyway, eight six five five four six eight two zero zero. Moving on. I'm sorry, had to stop that before it got any worse. All right, let's play a little jam or not a jam. It's brought to you by Jamback Farms. It's time to play Jam or Not a Jam, an exclusive feature of The Drive. All right, Bob, you told me you, you want to play Jam or Not a Jam. You've been looking forward to this. I have. We have compiled a couple of tunes specifically for you. And we're going to deduce whether or not they are, in fact, jams or not jams. Is this club theme music? Is that, like, always Technotronic. Yeah, Pump good. up the jam. I feel like I'm at the Roxbury. <laughs> you ever meet Will Ferrell back in your uh, no, Stern days? No. I wish, but no. Any SNL guys? Dennis Miller. I like Dennis Miller. I know, I know he's gotten political. Not, not, not a nice guy, but no. no. I could see, I, I could see too. that. I, I could see him. Too, but yeah, that no, was, uh, it was kind of disappointing. He did a, a stand-up album in like maybe the late '80s or early '90s. The Off White album, very good. Yeah, very good. But I, I could see him being kind of a jerk. One of the greatest dry humor guys. Oh I've yeah, met, yeah. Though. He's not a great Monday Night Football analyst. No, as I recall, God you can man. get out of your lane. Yeah, in uh, entertainment. Yeah. It can happen, but uh, when when he's on with the mic in his hand, pretty good. All right, Bear, what do we got? Justin Timberlake. No. No? Yes. <laughs> it is. It is. Oh, it's absolutely JT. Yes. Yeah. Oh, JT. Yes. Yeah. Come on, Bear. Get with it. Might have played my hand there. Um, what do you think, Bob? Jam? I, I think it's a jam. I And I have... Uh, I it just is an rem- infectious groove. I remember... I remember... Uh, and it's not something people would want to see, but it, I remember that song got me at a family wedding dancing with my daughter... Because she loved the song, and you know, as a dad, you gotta yeah. do your thing. But um, yeah, I liked it actually. Um, I, I'm a Timberlake fan, so I'm probably a little biased there. I mean, it's a hundred percent a jam. Okay, yeah. it, it, you get no dispute. I, that is incredibly carefully crafted to be a jam, and that kind of that, that was a very slickly produced jam. Oh, I feel like you're being dispirited. I feel this is a begrudging jam. Oh, it is, 100%. Huh. Tucker Arlen. You know, I really like Justin Timberlake. I don't like that song. It's not a jam. Oh, all right, Tucker. But but back to Bear. That's fine, Tucker. But back to Bear. <laughs> Just dismissed by the hound. No, no, I, but, but what, what do you mean by a begrudging jam? He does that a lot. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's, you can't deny that. I mean, that's a jam of a song. It's got, you know, more hooks in the tackle box, but just to somebody that's listened to a lot of me, that is very, very polished. That's Justin Timberlake. Yeah. That's America's little brother. Tucker, what are you doing? That's a jam. I told you that's, I like Justin Timberlake. That's a gazillion dollar record do, right there is what you're listening do to. Do we know uh, what that song, what movie that song accompanied? Yes. I mean, Trolls, is it not? Yes, it is. Uh-huh. Oh, it's from a movie. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right, uh, it is a jam with Tucker dissenting. Next.
Oh, the Georgia Satellites. Yeah. I'll take the lead on this one. That's a jam. Yeah, I mean, I'm right there with you. The only thing I would say is it was uh, such a huge hit in the early days of MTV, kind of the earlier days of MTV. How many times you see that video? You were there on the back of that truck? Always. I, uh, here's the thing. Um, Here it comes. Our first disagreement with Baskerville. Let's see how this goes. It's such a blur between like that and I think of like that Spin Doctors Little Miss Campaign. <laughs> yeah, and, Russ I loves mean, some Spin Doctors. All that. I mean, it's all kind of just like a bunch of the same stuff and jangly rock. Yeah, just uh, it's it's, uh, it's hey. a little twangy. I, I I love the kind of the ode, the Hank Williams kind of like I can't even yeah. do it. I don't even know what yeah, that's called. It's great kind of yodeling thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I for me not a jam. All right, Tucker. I'm not really jamming that either. You know, that's that's typically go, the music Tucker. I'll get into, but I, I'm not Harlan. feeling it. Harlan the hater over right, here. Tucker, yeah. right, Tucker and I are back on track. I, I like the alliteration there, Russell. All right, so with four people, the critic and two jamming hate, and, and hate two Harlan. not jamming, this is maybe a, a jam or not a jam first. Hung jury. All right. On the Georgia satellites. No consensus. Just reminds me. I know the song. I don't know the band. It just reminds me. I know it's not Morris Day in the time, but that's just what it reminds me of. It's that groove. It was ready for the world. I'm fairly certain. Let me look it up. It is ready for the world. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but I'm interested to see if it's who I think it is as a songwriter. That's a jam. Tucker? Yeah, that's a jam. I don't usually jam pop music, but I like that one. I'm I'm good with it. Felt a little Prince ripoffish. This filled, but, uh, yeah, yeah. That's straight up what it was because he didn't write it. Yeah. Well, it's that time. It's that time frame. Yeah, but but I I gotta admit I liked it when it was out, so I'll give it a jam. Oh yeah, you going back to mine? No, oh, well, all right, unanimous uh, jam. So Sheila for Sheila, ready for the world. All right. Corey, what was this guy's name? Corey Hart. Corey Hart. I feel like uh, Bear and Bob are bonding here generally, generationally. It's, it's, yeah, it's an age. He'll be able to help me out on a lot of these names. Who is it? Corey Hart? Corey Hart. I mean, there's another one. What was that? Was that summer of 84, Bob? I mean, me and Bob can talk now. 84 <laughs> or 85. Uh, yeah, it was on right heavy rotation on MTV along with, uh, I think, The Boys of Summer maybe came not, out that not, same Not time. even his best song, I would say. Corey Hart's not? Yeah, he had a better song than that? What was that? Never Surrender. Huh. Oh, I got to go look at the one. film. Same. Um, I would say not a jam. Not doing it for me. That's one that it, it just, I got so, I'm so sick of watching it on MTV that it, it, it kind of just burned out. I liked it at first. Russell, I'm in agreement with you here. That's not a jam. And nobody really going to the mat for this one, Bob. Yeah. No, I think it's a jam. I uh, Corey Hart only had a couple, but um, and and I understand Bear. I understand the 
the fatigue that might have surrounded yeah. you with it. That's but, why I hate the spin doctors. Well, yeah, that's that's a good point. I'm kind of going against. So them. another hung jury song here. No, 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 we, no that's, you said not, not a jam. jam, not a jam. Oh, okay, not a jam with Bob dissenting. Yeah, all right, we got one left. One more. Here we go. This is one of the great artists in volunteer state history, right here. A little triple six there? No, no. I mean, I mean, Tucker, I know you were riding around Brentwood back in the day, just bumping the three six monster. fly, riding dirty. I've only been driving for like five years. <laughs> riding dirty, listening to three six. I mean, I we might have been uh, playing a little triple six back on the main streets of West Knoxville, circa the year 2000. Um, that's a jam. Have you ever been to one of their shows? Do I look like I've ever been to a triple six? Yes, Bear. Oh, yeah. Followed him around back in the summer of 2001. Several shows. No. No, I haven't been to a 3-6 show. And you haven't either, so just stop. Yeah, I haven't worked no, one. one. <laughs> oh, that's different. What's the name of that song? Stay Fly. Yeah. <laughs> some of the, I love these titles. Sipping on some syrup. Sipping on syrup. Half on a sack. Yeah, I got five on it. Lolly, lolly. Five on it. I gotta tell you, I, I can you can you abstain because uh, <laughs> unfamiliar with? No, you cannot abstain. I'm pretty unfamiliar. You um, must offer an opinion. Uh, at, at that point, it. give us your music, just your music. Up here, I'll, I'll give you a little taste of it, Bob. Mm. No, it I'm good. I, I don't need any more. <laughs> no, that's all right. Yeah. Um, I'm, huh? I'm out. Sorry. Bob's dissenting. Tucker, I'll side with you, Russell. That's a jam. Hey, bona fide. Stay fly comes on the radio. It's all the way up. There you have it. Jam or not a jam brought to you by Jamback Farms in Maryville. Local farm here in East Tennessee specializing in hay and bedding for your animals. If you have horses, this is the place to go. Jamback Farms, they've got premium Western products like alfalfa as well as specialty hays like fescue-free and low-sugar hay. And, of course, regular clean grass hay. You know, unfortunately, folks, there's a lot of bad hay products out there that can lead to serious health consequences for your animals and serious financial consequences for your bank account. It's not just horses, though. They've got bedding for your rabbits, guinea pigs, and other furry friends over at Jamback. Don't compromise on quality when it comes to your animals. Choose Jamback Farms. You can visit their website at jambackfarms.com or just stop by the barn in Maryville. Tell them Fan Run sent you jambackfarms.com one more segment with bob baskerville host of the new fan run morning show it debuts monday 7 to 10 a.m john reed bob baskerville and rick barnes special guest on the debut show monday morning can't wait man it's gonna be fun stay with us more fan run radio coming up the drive Fan Run Radio, the drive continues. Final segment of hour number two. Russell Bear Tucker joined by Bob Baskerville. The new Fan Run Morning Show set to debut Monday morning, 7 a.m. right here on Fan Run Radio. We got a couple open lines if you want to jump in. 865-546-8200. 
Your number to get on the show, 546-8200. Bob, no shortage of topics for you guys to jump into. Of course, you'll have Barnes on. Uh, Monday, coming off the conference opener, tomorrow night at the arena against uh, an Ole Miss team that's really hard to get a handle on. The 13-0 on the one hand, but 82nd and Kim Palm on the other, and I, I don't know. What What are your thoughts on tomorrow? Do you think this is a team Tennessee should handle, or do you think they're in for a fight? I would never count out a Chris Beard coach team, first of all. Um, I think he's one of the top coaches in the game, honestly. I mean, you take all the whatever went on personally out of the picture. Whatever happened there, as yeah. we like to say. <laughs> yeah. I used a line that kind of shocked Reed already. The, I called, you know, Beard's team specializes in that choke them out defense. Go! Oh, uh, wow. Like, oh, too soon. <laughs> you asked. So, um, <laughs> so uh, no, I look, I – and I, I I look at their schedule. They've they've you know I know Tucker's done his homework on them too. They uh, they have a, a quality win against Memphis, but not much beyond that. I mean NC yeah. State they ran them off the court. And but, I think that's interesting just because it's a common opponent that they right. played against with Tennessee. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know, but th- their lineups odd. You know that you know Alan Flanagan came over from Auburn and he's been producing they they've got don't they have two seven footers well they got the seven five kid jamarion sharp he's he's a good shot blocker but outside of that he, he'll rebound a little bit he doesn't score a ton though yeah yeah so I, all of that to say i think tennessee should take care of business with them i really do but um but beard i mean that was a great hire for old miss if yeah if, if if he can get past whatever it was that happened with him personally uh that's that's know. an elite coach, man. She broke his reading glasses. I mean, that was what was in the police report. Well, <laughs> dude went nuts. Yeah, now we know. Can't go nuts, oh, man. Yeah. Well, it'll. Yeah, it, it's going to be a big one tomorrow night. I would expect a sellout crowd yes. at Thompson Bowling. Rocking, it is sold out. Rocket TBA, man. Saturday night conference game at Thompson Bowling. Doesn't get much better than that. That's going to be a lot of fun. I would. I would also say I think it's really an important game to win. Um, first of all. I mean, they're, they're going to come in highly motivated. Yeah. I mean, for them, you know, they're going to be hungry. Yeah. I mean, selfishly speaking, um, since we'll be talking with Coach on Monday, I'd love to have them win that game. But on a serious note, the rest of that week, I mean, at Mississippi State playing down at the hump and Ugh. Georgia is much better than they have been. I mean, they, this, this is a tough week coming up. It's kind of a sneaky tough week. So um, uh, it, it, this is a big, big game. They, uh, you know, again, I think they'll take care of business, but it's, it's a pretty important one. Gonna play against Blue K. Yep, he's he's doing all right down there at Georgia, from what I've seen. They they bring him in off the bench, but he can get you a nice nine or ten off the bench. And Georgia's on the road too. I think it's the only it time is. this season. Um, I think what I heard is they're play, where they're playing two road games in the same week or something. Okay. Like that. Yeah. So. Well, we've never we've never really played well down there, have we, guys? No, I remember the last time Tennessee went down to Georgia. I think that was two seasons ago. Yeah. Steg, they were, Stegman, right? Yeah, because see, they were terrible that season. That was Crean's last year. Tennessee obviously went on, won the championship, but. It was a good game for a while for some reason, and you know Tennessee won, but it just wasn't pretty the whole time. It's a funny thing about basketball. It, even the the poorly coached teams that are just a, it's still the SEC, and they still got athletes, man, and, and they can get up for. I mean, we've seen it here when we've had some bad teams that have upset good teams. 
you, if the recipe's right and your team's into it and the other team is just not 100% focused, it can go poorly for you. My best memory at, at Stegman, watching a game at Stegman, I haven't been there, but um, – well, there was the time, you know, it was in Bruce's early. When Pearl went into the stands. Yeah, that was yeah. amazing. But also, this was one of the better moments in the Buzz Peterson era. I don't know if you remember this, when John Higgins hit a shot from like half court to force overtime. Well, that, that, was, that was in Phillips Arena against Georgia Tech. Was it? No, I thought it was Georgia. I'm pretty sure it was Georgia Tech. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a minute, but yeah, yeah. He, he threw one in from half court. Yeah. Game winner. Yeah. Yeah, so but you're right, Bear. I don't. It's not a. It's not been like a f- super friendly court to the Vols. No, and like we've gone down there. It's weird. Like we've gone down there with some of our most talented teams and just choked. Laid an egg. Yeah, just laid an egg. Yeah, yeah kind of like the what? What do we call it? The dump, the hump. Yeah. That old. <laughs> well, let's not go there. Hey, Bob. As a former TV guy, I I would like to get your opinion on this because I've just seen this this story about Pat McAfee. Oh yeah, and, and he had the thing with with Aaron Rodgers where he took a shot at Jimmy Kimmel and and came a, a back and forth thing. I see. Apparently today, McAfee went on air and called one of his bosses at ESPN, Norby Williams. Norby, I, yeah. I, he he called him a rat yeah. on air and said that he is actively sabotaging his show. On, on are you kidding me? On, uh, on ESPN. He, I'll just go ahead. I didn't mean to. I, oh, that, that's all I know. I, I've not heard the audio or seen it, but apparently this is has it been taken down. It's I mean, becoming it's, a thing. This is a tough one for me because I am. I have been in awe of what Pat McAfee's accomplished sure. in a short amount of time. I mean, this that show started literally in his like basement. Yeah. you know, back when he was doing his first thing. He's a media force of nature. He truly is. However. He's calling out Norby Williamson, and Norby's like one of the goats in the ESPN system. Mm. I mean, he's been around forever. Okay. And, uh, he's going after a boss. Yeah. My wife used to work at ESPN, and so she's, you know, that's where I get a lot of the inside uh. intel on this stuff. And, um, you know, he, uh, the thing with Pat is just, just from what I, I say it like I know him, but the, the thing with him is he's, there's a bit of, Super talented, but he, there's a bit of ADD with him, man. And it's like if you go through the history of where he's done things, whether it's been with FanDuel or whether DAZN or all these mm. other places, I mean, he he never stays. Yeah. You know, and with ESPN. You could you, be the new Keith Olbermann. Well, if you think about it, just a few weeks ago he was throwing out, lobbing out that he's probably not going to do college game day anymore. You know, started saying that. Now he's staying to do it. I just – it just makes you wonder if he'll even finish out his contract there because this is a big in-family infight that's going on between the Aaron Rodgers piece, Jimmy Kimmel, which is a that's an ABC thing. That's an ABC oh, thing, okay, and that's a, yeah. that's an iconic show at this point. You know, it's it's you know very successful. Um, McAfee, if you do read some of the stats, you know McAfee's not he's doing fine. He does better on YouTube than he's doing on ESPN, but he's not carrying the lead, and he's getting from Stephen A. Smith. So yeah, I saw that. Did you see that number today? No. It's um, so he get when Stephen Smith passes him the baton, he's passing him almost a one share, and then one hour later, when McAfee hands it off, it's about half that. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little over yeah, half. Yeah, I have gone. seen that. So they've got some tough decisions to make. You know, uh, Rogers is going to do whatever he wants. You know, and Pat kind of apologized for it, but did, it was a pretty soft it's apology. A apology. Yeah. 
I I think it's going to get messy there uh, one way or another. And, you know, and McAfee's just very polarizing, too. I mean, he's got a lot of people who – I don't like him on game day. Got to be perfectly honest with you. I like his show, but I don't like him on game day. I, I just think that this media landscape has changed so much. Like when you say one share, I, I know what that means. It's the share of, like, the – the TVs that are actually on right. as opposed to all the TVs that could be like, but even now I'm like uh, uh, share of what? Like uh, well, people, uh, nobody just sits around and watches TV anymore. Nobody's like channel surfing, making a decisions. There. That's the saving grace for them is that's their argument is while he's mm-hmm. getting that number, that's kind of halved from the lead in from Stephen a, he gets McAfee gets about a half a million, you know, views on his YouTube yeah. feed of the uh, show too. Would, I'm far from an expert, but my yeah. my thought on it is, people who are going to watch Stephen A. Smith, I don't consume either of these things, but like people who watch Stephen A. Smith, I think of him. I think of TV, that show, First Take, or whatever. Like I'm going to watch that. When I think of Pat McAfee, I think of a podcast. Like that's the first thing I think of is like that if I were going to listen or consume that thing, I'm probably not going to watch it. I'm going to listen to the podcast, maybe if it's on like satellite radio or something like that's that's probably I'm thinking his target audience is probably that's how they're consuming yeah. that show first. Yeah, and I, and I, yeah, I agree. And I don't like what ESPN has become because of him that's the other thing and it's not his fault it, that's an espn because of thing. mcafee yeah and what i mean by that is um if you saw again you i don't know if you saw in college game day this was a while back when they were covering they were at i think might have been washington but they were talking about michael Penix, and desmond howard yeah, stood up and talked that. about yeah. big penix energy and it was cringy. horrible yeah. but those are things that are happening now born out of what pat how he behaves uh, yeah, and they okay. and they let and they let everybody wants to be the clown now. Yeah, and they let Pat on his show, his Daily Show. You know, he can they they allow yeah. they allow and, obscenities, everything except the f bomb. But but this is how you end up in a situation where yeah, you've got one of the big three networks. I'm sure behind the scenes, you know, I mean, you've got Aaron Rodgers comes on his buddy Pat McAfee's show. He's getting paid for uh, yes, yeah, mil- million paying, dollars a year. Yeah, and says something that's you know. Part of me what defamatory. When, yeah. when I see that, ABC and then employee. I see this, him going at it with the bosses, part of me almost is like, is this a work? Yeah. Is this just trying to generate publicity? Because I wouldn't be paying attention to this otherwise. But, I mean, you've been in that industry. Probably not. Not with him. Probably not. He's not um, – he's, he's more of a speak-his-mind, you know, guy. It's not – I don't find him to be that strategic a marketer. He's a smart guy, and he's done a really good job uh, overall. But he's funny as hell, man. Oh, he is. He, he says is funny stuff. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it, it, that's what I was saying. I, I was uh, hooked on his show when it was just YouTube, but now it's on ESPN. I feel a little differently, and then College Game Day is almost unwatchable for me at this point, and it's just because of the show in I've general. Watched that in years, yeah, I, I like the Fox morning sh- uh, Fox pregame Big show noon. a lot better. It's and it's catching them too yeah. in terms of ratings, and that's not McAfee's fault. That's that's an ESPN problem. They've got a they've let him have too much, and they've expected too much, and the show's become too much like him. He is Bob Baskerville. He's got an interesting perspective, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be able to hear it three hours a day starting Monday, 7 to 10 a.m., the Fan Run Morning Show with John Reed and Bob Baskerville debuts next week. Special big first guest, 
Rick Barnes, hour number three, Monday, right here on Fan Run Radio. Bob, anything else you want to throw out there about the show before we let you run? No, just uh, give us a listen, and we're we're very excited. We're we're looking forward to Monday. Um, I'm starting to condition my sleeping pattern yeah. to uh, get up a little <laughs> bit earlier, um, which means I won't. I'm a kind of a night owl. You and I've talked about this, Russell. I, yep. I stay up a little late, so that's going to be tough. But I'm morning radio, it it's a lifestyle. Yeah. Good luck, with my friend. Oh, Chris <laughs> looks like he's been. He, he looks he's just rejuvenated. <laughs> he didn't wake up the crack of noon now. <laughs> Bob Baskerville, check him out Monday morning on the Fan Run Morning Show. We got a third hour of The Drive headed your way right after this. Stay with us. The Drive continues. More Fan Run on the way. The Drive.